course like they keep coming back so um in in 1990 um this is a letter uh from ed hardy uh someone who we've talked a lot about in recent episodes and um, from ed hardy to uh young upstart tattoo alal hardy no relation um at the time so ed in 1990 was you know had been pushing um, uh, tattooing into a huge wide audience for the previous decade decade and a half by that point and Lau um, had, had met him some years earlier and they'd become great correspondents. and uh, something really stuck out to me when I found this letter in Lau's archive Ed said quote I'd like to get together and visit next time I'm in England I'm very keen on the old time stuff as you know and a few of the current artists I do think the new old style is what will be happening in the 90s, mixed with the stuff that's been popular over the last 20 years. So the new old style, right? This is this kind of return to the old, to old school. Um, I guess it would become, I suppose, uh, in this mix, what may briefly have been called new school tattooing, this kind of revival of um, old style, in quotes, sailor tattooing from the... 40s and 50s and maybe a little bit earlier um, as opposed to the stuff that had been a bit trendier during the 80s stuff that was a bit more uh, contemporary something a bit more wizardy or a bit more kind of fantasy or or, or a bit more kind of um, detached from those particular maritime histories so yeah it seems like a weird thing to say new old style but I think I took that thing for the or that 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 phrase for the title of my um, article because I think it sums up very nicely what we're talking about, right? And when we're talking about revivals of style, we're talking about old stuff becoming new again. It's not just copying old things. I'll, I'll talk more about how that works in, uh, later on. But it's bringing new stuff, old stuff, back into the contemporary palette. And this is something, of course, we see all over history and architecture and, uh, and style in general. People kind of going back to the past and remixing it, reviving it, recreating it, revivifying it. Um, so, yeah. Um, this is the the revival of, I suppose, of this genre that we now call traditional or old school tattooing. Um, uh, limited palette of instantly recognisable tattoo designs. So nautical, military, I guess even periodically hyper-masculine. We might throw the kind of sick-ass panther in there. Um, from across like a centuries-long history of Western tattoo practice. And then with thick black lines... Um, in heavy blocks of colour. And I want to, uh, again, think about that as well in some more detail, right? That not just the design iconography, but also this relationship to f style, to line and colour work. And um, particularly, actually, as we're currently going through a moment of really interesting revival of 19th century stuff that doesn't look like that. Um, the the, 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 the uh, kind of Victorian style work of, of people like MacDonald or Ben Corday, the kind of stuff that I and people like Darren Bray and... Rich Hardy and uh, uh, Nick York and others have been making visible to the world and on Instagram and, and through publications and things. Um, that stuff's now becoming kind of, you know, beautifully revivified. So, but yeah, uh, this, 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 this is this interesting thing going on here, right? It's, it's the style and it's the design and the design iconography, the kind of images that people are getting tattooed, right? I think like 
you know, around the same time, so that was in 1990, um, around the same time, uh, an issue of Tattoo Time, Ed Hardy's kind of journal magazine came out called Art from the Heart. Um, this was sort of in production at the time. And I think that letter from Lau reflects some of Ed's thinking at the time that he was producing that particular issue of Tattoo Time. Um, in the editorial for that issue, uh, Ed says, quote, so many colours and technical effects have been conquered that the large percentage of contemporary tattooing is like any art form, self-conscious, vapid or kitsch that takes itself too seriously. Oh, fucking men to that, Ed. Um, there are some quite new looks I find very exciting, especially the interest in bold work cropping up, which, like most things, is a rework of something that went before. Tattooing is beginning to revamp images from its brief historical past in the West, which is a refreshing tide along with images adopted from remote, quote, exotic cultures. Discovering the exotic, in quotes, or power elements in our own visual heritage can be rewarding. Um, so Ed's already kind of, you know, starting to think about this, this particular revival. And of course, he, more than anyone, I suppose, is responsible for bringing these old designs into people's, um, you know, into people's homes, into people's imaginations through publishing things like Tattoo Time uh, and through sharing the work of people like Bob Shaw, Burt Grimm, uh, and particular Sailor Jerry with the world, right? Um, yeah, so so when he's talking about the new old style, right, like what are we talking about here? Like what's the old? Well, the old is this flash, right? As I said, these designs go back centuries, but I suppose we're really talking about the, you know, the fixing of a lot of this stuff into the, the permanent design vernacular with the era of professional production flash. Um, tattooers had sketchbooks, uh, of course, um, early in the industry and even before. Um, early tattoo suppliers, people like um, Joseph Hartley in Britain or someone like um, uh, Milton Zeiss or before him, Percy Waters were selling um stencil sheets and many others were selling stencil sheets and things like that um pre-produced designs for amateur or semi-professional tattooers to use um but it's really the kind of early 20th century with mass production of flash which really starts to kind of lock down the history of all the, the kind of repertoire of these images and of course that comes through um in many ways um uh, suppliers like Lou the Jew Alberts, a wall, uh, originally a wallpaper um, designer and salesman from New York, and others, right, who were choosing these kind of flash sheets and, and selling them. Um, that, of course, meant tattooing was quicker. Uh, it was um, therefore more profitable. It also basically opened up the industry to people who weren't great artists, um, you know, weren't great draft people. So all of this. You know, all of this kind of commercialization brings with it a um, a particular, you know, comes in tandem with and, and drives itself in a kind of feedback loop, the expansion of the tattoo industry in the early decades of the 20th century. What about the old there? So uh, the, the, the designs, these designs, as I said, come from, um, they just come from Tattoo Flash, although many of these images, particularly things like the heart with an arrow through it, and if you've got a signed copy of my book, I've taken to signing the book with a heart through it, with an arrow through it for that exact reason um have this huge long um, association in western uh, european christian visual culture um you know uh in fact hardy himself basically says um 
you know, the most archetypal tattoo you can think of is a heart with mom written on it. Um, this guy, Ira Dye, who did a, um, a sort of catalogue or a study of tattoos in American sailor records through the 18th and early 19th centuries, basically found that the designs that sailors were getting um, before the professional industry, they fall into a taxonomy, a kind of design set of categories, which, which still fits today. Uh, and in fact, if you look at, for example, the digital panopticon online, which is a digital record database record of criminal tattoos taken from criminal tattoo records from about that same period, from like the late 1700s through to the early 1900s. Again, the kind of categories and designs we find are pretty similar um, yeah, and would work roughly for a categorization today. Things like flowers, religious symbols, names patterns mythical symbols nautical designs etc right yeah what's what's new though what's the new in that new old style that hardy's talking about well in the 90s of course it's um bringing it's taking those historic designs and hardy in particular was beginning to collect um and share with 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 the wider world work from people like armand dietzel uh who was a um, Danish-American tattooer working in the early decades of the 20th century. Uh, of course, designs from people like McDonald and um, Tom Riley and others were, shared, were were being shared through sharing of photo uh, um, yeah, photo trading and things like that. Adapting those designs with basically what was then this kind of very fashionable and trendy style which was coming out of california um sorry D D diesel was norwegian not danish sorry um yeah all, all of these uh so so people like hardy are taking designs from diesel you know skulls with snakes and eagles and making them a bit more 80s right a bit more a bit brighter a bit more acid a bit weirder a bit stranger um 